At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VSIN. Live bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza. It's where if you don't have a bet leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VSIN Live is where you can find us on Twitter, at Wes Reynolds 1 is where you can find Wes, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And while you're on Twitter, make sure you're using the hashtag VSIN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, we'll discuss it on the show. Coming up, it's the Friday before the Super Bowl. Danielle Alvari. VEASAN betting analyst will join us at 7.15. Danielle has a play on the side in this game and has some props that she'll share with us as well. Throughout tonight's show, though, we'll be breaking down the game and going through as many props as humanly possible. We just got these fresh packets from our friends over at Circa here where we're sitting. So we got a lot of prop packets, a lot to get into over the course of these three hours. In 30 minutes, we'll break things down quarter by quarter and half by half as we go into some in-game betting strategies because failing to plan is planning to fail on Super Sunday. We'll go over first TD score, anytime TD score, passing, rushing, receiving props, head-to-head props, sack props, field goal props, scoring specials, coin toss, Gatorade color, and damn it, we're going to talk some halftime show because we love Rihanna. But first, Wes, are you feeling the buzz with Super Bowl week now? The weekend is here. Everyone's yeah. in the sports book. Everyone's getting going here less than 48 hours away yeah, from Yeah, it's kickoff. been the calm before the storm. Now the storm is coming, obviously, <laughs> as we as we get to the weekend. And, you know, I've still got a couple more prop bets I'll probably make. I'm mm-hmm. pretty much close to being done with, with what I have in terms of, you know, any type of pre-flop prop bets or anything like that. But now that we're getting to it, it's like we have we we are about, you know, and, until after tonight, we are about exhausted in terms of, you know, breaking down this game from every single angle. And, yep. you know, and I feel like we almost like complicate it so much because there's so much that we have to get to and so much that we have to describe. But, you know, I was just thinking about it today. It's like maybe just keep it simple. Keep it as simple as I possibly mm-hmm. can. What do I think is going to happen and bet it accordingly? I think that's a really excellent strategy, honestly, because I think people feel the urge to, well, there's so many props that I can bet on, mm-hmm. so I got to bet on this. It's like, hey, newsflash, 
Super Bowl prop right. betting. I know there's a lot, but this still this is not mm. some big money making extravaganza yeah, here. Like you, like you got to make sure you're careful with what you're getting into. And and it's like you know if you go to a restaurant and you like something on the menu, you stick with it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to order something different. I mean, like like I'm a guy. I like to experiment a little bit, so I try a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, to see to see what I like. So I have different props. I have player props. I got index. I've got team props, and then novelty props. One, not a novelty prop as of yet, okay. but. One thing I don't have is actually a bet on the side of the total as we sit here on Friday night, ironically enough. You and me broke, brother. <laughs> but we got all these props to get into here with this game. And you mentioned that it's like a restaurant menu. This is like a tapas menu here where you could try everything yeah. that you'd want. And, and maybe it's, it's shareable. Like, it's like when the coaches had the play card and it looks like a Waffle House menu. Talking about you Andy Reid? It's, it's, yeah, it's not one of these like fine dining restaurants where it's like if you have more than six items on your menu, that's too many. You know, because that that's what, if you ever watch any of these, you know, cooking shows or these mm-hmm. chef shows, Gordon Ramsay, it's like, you got too many things on your menu. 100%. Narrow it down. <laughs> well, let's do get... the Wellingtons and the scallops <laughs> and the New York strip. And that's it. Before we get into breaking down all the props and all that stuff, side and total, we'll do that a little bit later on in the show as well. Uh, let's get into kind of how these teams got here. And these teams, I think on the Chiefs side, everyone kind of expected them to be of the contenders mm-hmm. in the AFC. The Eagles, though, I felt that they were kind of that dark horse kind of team. Right. Where it was like, okay, they have a good roster, but we're not sure they about They started Hertz, to get buzz draft was, night when A.J. Brown ex- got traded. Exactly. They, they, the buzz was kind of building all throughout the offseason. Funny enough, though, both of these teams, 16-3, and three, all the way up to this point through the playoffs. The Chiefs had the number one seed in the AFC. The Eagles had the one seed in the NFC. Kansas City beating Jacksonville and Cincinnati to get here. Then Philadelphia beating New York and San Francisco to reach Super Bowl 57. But going back to the regular season, at what point, Wes, did you feel like these teams were kind of Super Bowl ready? For me, for the Eagles, honestly, I know week two, we were here that night, Monday Night Football. They're mm-hmm. taking on the Minnesota Vikings, and they took them apart. Right. I know the score says 24-7, to but that's because they didn't really care to score in the second half. I think that was when I saw the Eagles. I was like, okay, this is the team that I took a flyer on to win the Super Bowl. I was like, this is a legitimate Super Bowl caliber team, and everything that we thought was possible has come to fruition. I think it was a little bit later for me. It was week six, actually, the Sunday night game against Dallas when when I laid it with them, and then Dallas came back. You know, Philadelphia kind of messed around a little bit in the third quarter, and Dallas made it a one-score game. And then what Philadelphia did in the fourth quarter is they took a lot of time off the clock and just ran the ball, you know, went really run heavy. And it's like, okay, they can close out a game. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't against lower competition, like against the commanders and like against, you know, Jacksonville, even though Jacksonville made the playoffs uh, or Arizona. This was a real team with Dallas on the, you know, that a lot was expected of Dallas and, and they did make the playoffs, but that's where I kind of thought, okay, maybe this team, maybe this team is for real because they got a little bit tested and they got a little bit sloppy, but they found a way to close the deal. Yeah, and the Eagles didn't have the strongest end to the season, clearly because Jalen Hurts suffered that injury against the Chicago Bears. They lost to the Cowboys and the Saints back to back weeks, week sixteen, week seventeen. But I thought the Eagles for much of this regular season to me felt like the best team in football. They were eight and zero. At one point this season, finally losing to the Commanders in week number 10 there. But the Eagles were really consistent throughout. On the Kansas City side, though, I remember we were here week two doing the Thursday night football game against the Chargers. Neither of us was super impressed with Kansas City that night. And then week five against the Raiders, Monday night football, we weren't really impressed that night either. I'm curious to get what know what your answer is for when you kind of thought the Chiefs could be this kind of caliber team. Well, uh, it. You know, when I when I looked at him and, and and obviously they were one of the favorites anyway. So yeah. I mean that's why it was kinda like, well, they don't impress us because they were they were, I think, so high, like in the power ratings and so mm-hmm. high in the markets. But uh really it was I think week seven when they went to San Francisco and took them apart. Yeah. On the road. I was kinda like, Okay, because you know, the Chiefs, they they lost at home to Buffalo and you're kinda right, you know, they messed around a little bit and it's like well, you know, something's up here. Like, they're not really that great. And then they turn it on. You know, I was like, okay, this is what the Chiefs can do when mm-hmm. they're really focused. They can turn it on, and they certainly did against 49ers. I know that was first week 49ers had McCaffrey in that trade from Carolina, but the way they pulled away in the second half, that just that that very much impressed me with the Chiefs. And then it's like, okay, 
this team, I know they just lost to Buffalo the week before. And the fact that they lost to him the week before and then had to come back. To go on the road. Yes. Yeah. And the fact that they were able to do that, that's why, you know, that's when I thought, okay, the Chiefs, you know, they're going to be there at the end. Yeah. I've been a, a vocal skeptic of the Chiefs for much of this season. And honestly, I'm not even sure if I ever turned the corner on Kansas City. I think they just ended up being the last team standing in the AFC for me to be like, like I, I just looked at their schedule and the 49ers victory was really impressive. I'll give you that one for sure. But after that bye week, a lot of these situations were favorable. The Chargers win I thought was impressive, but they always beat the Chargers mm-hmm. by three. Like at Chiefs Chargers, it's going to be a three-point game regardless. Kansas City is probably going to pull it out somehow. But then they lose to Cincinnati, and I thought that kind of crept up some of those old, weird kind of vibes for this Kansas City team of like, hey, can they get over this hurdle of the Bengals? They've now lost three straight against this team. And then after that Bengals loss, this end of the season schedule was pretty weak with the AFC West not being the division yeah. that we thought it would be. So. I thought that maybe in the playoffs they might get clipped just because of the lack of a, a super-duper explosive wide receiver like they would had in the past. Kudos to Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and what they've been able to do because clearly they got here and they only lost three games. So I was the one that was wrong about this Kansas City team. I didn't think that they were Super Bowl caliber. But this Kansas City team, it's – there it almost feels like they're kind of ahead of schedule. Like this was the reset year, right? And in the reset year, they found themselves in the freaking Super Bowl. Well, and <laughs> I, and I, I think that's the thing with Kansas City. And I know uh, you know we we talk about it ad nauseum, but the quarterback position absolutely matters. And that's what mm. I've kind of been going back and forth over the last day or two to see if I'm even going to get involved on the side. I already gave a pick out on the game, and that's Kansas City. Yeah. But I'm looking at this, and I'm like, as Patrick Mahomes won his second MVP last night. Mm-hmm. You know, still, still in his twenties. I'm like, am I really going to look back five years from now, or ten years from now, or even further down the line and say, I could have had Patrick Mahomes as an underdog in the Super Bowl, and I didn't bet it, because this is a guy that I think, when it's all said and done, he is going to be in in that class, that top five or top six class. He's certainly on his way. You know, with the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's and the Joe Montana's, John mm-hmm. Elway, Dan Marino, he's going to be one of the all-time greats of this game. So I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm getting him as an underdog, you know? it's It definitely makes you raise your eyebrows when you see plus money next to a team quarterback by Patrick Mahomes because in this spot we have not seen that. They were favored by three against the Bucks. They were favored against the 49ers uh, three years ago when they won that Super Bowl as well. And they've hosted the AFC title game five straight years. So he tends to be a favorite in a game of this magnitude. Right. Now he's an underdog. So maybe a little bit of that pressure coming off here with this game on Sunday. Uh, Interesting, though, because the NFL season, it can break weird. Teams that are healthier are usually the teams that are the last team standing. Do you think that we have the two best teams in football? I mean, we've got two of the four, I think. If you look at the DVOA, obviously, uh, Mm -hmm. I think they're third and fourth, respectively, Philly and Kansas City. But Buffalo was one. San Francisco was two. I don't think we have, like, last year where we had two number four seeds that just got hot at the right time. Or just got healthy. So, yeah, I think we have two of the best four, clearly. Yeah. No, I don't think it's any surprise that these two teams were relatively healthy as well throughout this season compared to other teams. I mean, that was a situation we saw last year with the Rams and the Bengals. They just so happened to be the healthy teams at that point because the NFL is a war of attrition, and the healthiest team is typically the best team once you get to the playoffs. All right, we'll break down the coaching matchup on the other side. Nick Sirianni versus Andy Reid. We're just getting started here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. The big game means big coverage from VSIN, starting with the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, will have pregame insights that you don't want to miss. Special editions of Follow the Money with Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss, and a numbers game with Gail Alexander. Tackle last second line moves on the game and dive deeper into the props. Legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger will tell you how he is betting the big game on Countdown to Kickoff. And then the dynamic duo of Wes Reynolds and Femi Abebefe will get you the in game insights on Live Bet tonight once the game is underway. Big Game Sunday starts at 10 a.m. Eastern right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here on a Friday before the Super Bowl in downtown Las Vegas. If you can't make it to Arizona, what better place to be than here in Sin City? Uh, we mentioned that we will be on the air during the game, Wes. Uh, our producer, Matt Santos, did us a favor and printed out these greatest gridiron propolis, courtesy of the DraftKings mm-hmm. Sportsbook. If you want to play along, I think if you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook, on their Twitter page, you can print out the PDF version of this. But it's a lot of novelty kind of props here yes. that are like fun little Super Bowl party games. We're going to fill these out on Sunday before the show, and then we can kind of follow these along during the game and stuff and then see who ends up winning this thing. But, uh, I mean, the coin toss result, first offensive play from scrimmage, mm-hmm. first team to call a timeout, uh, the Gatorade colors, shortest touchdown score – all the types of things that I don't want to put my actual money on, but I think would be fun to try. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I did a couple radio spots at a couple stations a day, and, uh, you know, they're asking me about the national anthem. Or yeah. Now, a lot of that stuff, obviously, you cannot bet in Las Vegas. No. You know, but you can bet it, it across the country. You, you know, find and, some places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fi- look around. Yeah, look around. You find some outs. Like uh, Mr. Walter said, <laughs> you just got to have a lot of outs. Nook and crannies. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I was asked about Gatorade, and I was asked about, you know, national anthem. It is going to be Chris Stapleton, by the way, mm-hmm. on the national anthem. I think, it, I think the early move has been to the under. Mm. Uh, thus far, uh, what's the time at? I, I thought it was two oh two, is what I saw okay. earlier today. So this ninety five seconds, I that that is not accurate. So yeah, I'd take the over on that. <laughs> yeah. But well, might be a free space for both yeah, of us. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, it is going to be a country uh, country and rock star Chris Stapleton that does the anthem. I know later on we're going to get into the halftime show stuff mm. and the Gatorade. So yeah, no, it's it's the Super Bowl is all sorts of fun, and I think it's just a fun thing to do. Like if you if you don't want to put any skin in the game or if you don't want to bet on any of these, or if you're not able to bet on any of these type of novelty type of things, maybe print out the PDF, DraftKings Sportsbook, on their Twitter page and play along with your friends. If you're going to a Super Bowl party, maybe be the person that takes all these to the Super Bowl party, then you can tally them up and put some sort of prize together for the winner at the end of the night. So uh, we'll be doing that on Sunday and also giving you the normal in-game betting angles and strategies and potentially bets as well throughout the game. Uh, But... Wes, I wanted to talk about the coaching matchup mm-hmm. because coaching, I believe, in football, uh, it matters more than it does in any other sport here with just the schematics and the 
uh, we like to call it chess on grass kind right. of feel to the sport here. How much do you think that experience matters at this stage? We have Andy Reid, who's been here, he's done that, versus Nick Sirianni, only a second-year head coach. Impressive in those two years, but this is new territory for him. The logic would tell you that it absolutely should matter, and we have examples, of course, McVay, his first time against Belichick, you know, looked a little bit out of sorts and overwhelmed. Then last year, obviously, you know, second time around was much better. Uh, you know, you look off a bye, very limited sample for Sirianni, only two and one against the number off a bye. Andy Reid, 18 and 14, but that's the third best mark in the NFL behind, uh, interestingly enough, Mike McCarthy, I believe, <laughs> was number one. And Bill Belichick was number two. And Bill Belichick's always been great off a bye, but... You know, that's basically what we saw with these guys. But if you look at the number in terms of Super Bowl, if, 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 because uh, this is Reed's fourth and this is going to be Sirianni's first. Mm -hmm. So Reed has three more. So if it's like, if it's exactly one or more Super Bowls than the other coach, I think it's like 18 and 17 straight up and then 16 and 19 against the spread. If it's two or more, 10 and 14 straight up and 8, 15 and 1. So, like, the numbers say it doesn't matter, mm -hmm. you know, and, and and I'm assuming everything is priced in. But... I was going to say, it's like maybe the number says that it's priced in once we get to the. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you just don't see that much of a difference. But, you know, part of me is thinking it is going to matter, at least to some degree. You know, however, you know, Andy Reid is, I, I think, you know, the more experienced play caller and play designer. One prop I actually did bet that was a coaching prop. I bet the Chiefs to call the first time out at minus 115. Because mm. Andy Reid, if there's one thing you kind of criticize him for, it's a little bit of time management. And another thing is, you know, burning some timeouts when he really doesn't need to. You know, doesn't always manage those the best. As good of a game plan he is and as good of a play caller as he is, offensive guru, one of the one of the best probably ever in the NFL, sometimes he will waste those timeouts a little bit. And that's something that I think could be very concerning. I think I think he, they, the Chiefs called the first timeout this year in like 12 of 19 games. Wow. So there is a little bit of an edge there. So I thought a minus 115, pretty much a, a coin flip type of prop. I could see that, you know, with Reed. And then I think Reed sometimes is a little bit more won't to punt maybe than Sirianni will be. Mm -hmm. I think Sirianni is part of this new generation of coaches that is going to be like, you know what? We're not going to think about it. We're going, yeah. you know, we're going to go. So I expect that that's going to happen. So maybe aggressiveness is going to get rewarded. And you would like the Eagles, I think, from that standpoint. Not that, you know, Reed and the chief staff aren't aggressive at times, but I think that they're a little bit more conventional maybe than Sirianni and his staff. And it feels like from the Kansas City side, it's a little bit more gut feel as well versus like the analytical approach of like Eagles have the ball on their own 34, fourth and one, like we're going for it because we have a play for this. Mm -hmm. We know that you know what we're going to run, but we don't care because we're going to get the first down regardless. He did that in the NFC title game against the 49ers. How much stock do you put into this though, Wes? Andy Reid mentioned off the bye and his numbers against the spread, one of the best coaches of all time with extra time to prepare. How much do you put into Andy Reid is the much better coach in the lead-up, in the preparation period, and then Sirianni is the better coach on game day, the three and a half hours, the in-game decision? No, I could absolutely okay. see that because Reid just had, you know, Reid has so much experience, obviously, as a coordinator and then as a head coach that he's going to be a little bit better on the prep. Whereas mm -hmm. Sirianni, I think, is is a little bit quicker to to react in terms of certain scenarios and and you know just read on game day. That's what that was what I was just talking about. You know yeah. the fact that he calls the first time out a lot. The fact that there'll be times you know when they're on the other side of the fifty where I've seen Kansas City punt. And it's like you got Patrick Mahomes. Should you ever punt? And I'm not one of these never punt guys. I'm not against punting in certain situations, but. It's like when you got that guy and you got somebody that special at quarterback, mm -hmm. you tend to want to like trust his judgment a little bit, you would think. And that's the interesting part with the Eagles because Jalen Hurts is also just completed his second full season as a starter. So Hurts and Sirianni are kind of attached at the hip here as the new guys on this stage. And what we know about Sirianni, and I think this is the part that's going to be a little bit interesting to see because of the magnitude and the big bright stage of this game, Sirianni, he kind of runs 
a little up and down a little bit. He says that right. he's a calm guy, but right. we see him doing the gesturing he on the sideline. He is a little line. bit more emotional, he's whereas more Reed, emotional. You, you don't, you, he is very stoic. It's like, does that concern you if you were a Philly yeah. backer with having an emotional coach, Nick Sirianni, who's almost like the, the modern-day Rocky out there in mm -hmm. Philadelphia is, like, woofing the crowd up and, like, gesturing to the cameras and, like, t talking trash to the opposing teams? Does that concern you in a big spot? I don't know if it concerns me. I think, you know... For some people, they like somebody a little bit more fiery and a little uh -huh. bit more emotional, and some like uh, the calmness. I think you just got to do what's comfortable to you and what's comfortable for you and what your players are going to respond to. And I think both these teams, they've responded to their coaches. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's tough for me to just say, okay, the easy way thing to say would be, okay, Reed has more experience, so, you know, yeah. automatically. But I don't know about that because the numbers don't necessarily bear that out. Yeah, I think that's a fair point here. And I almost think that the coaches and the quarterbacks kind of balance themselves out here because Mahomes tends to be a little bit more fiery, and then Reed is kind of the calm guy that just has, like, the same demeanor mm -hmm. at all the times. And then Sirianni on the Eagles side is a fiery one, and Jalen Hurts, I mean, I think – the NFC title game celebration was the first time I saw him smile in about two months. Right. <laughs> like, you know, right. Like, like that dude is as neutral as possible, whether it's going well or it's going poorly. He is just kind of right down the fairway. He ha comes from that Alabama Nick Saban school mm -hmm. of, uh, mm -hmm. like, you know, don't celebrate too often and don't let the rat poison kind of get into you and all this stuff here. So I do think that the, the dynamic is very interesting in terms of their staffs and their coordinators. Uh, which staff do you think you have more faith in? Was it the Biennemi Spags offensive defensive coordinator, or is it the Steichen and Gannon crew over at I Bill? mean, I lean a little bit to Kansas City just because Sp Spags especially. He's got experience. You know, he's a guy that can bring blitzes from all different angles, and yeah. you got a young quarterback that, you know, he can maybe surprise this kid. Yeah, Spags, I still think, put together one of the best defensive game plans ever. Super Bowl 42, the Giants against the undefeated New England Patriots there and getting Tom Brady rattled in that game. All right, those are the coaches. Let's get into the quarter-by-quarter -quarter breakdown and get, starting to get you set for some in-game betting strategies for the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans, the championship game is set, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Win big with tons of specials on February 12th, like our same game parlay bet and get, live bet and get, and football squares game. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet River Squares this football season. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. It's that simple. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use, full terms and condition available at BetRiverSquares.com. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out here at Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Friday before the Super Bowl. Folks coming into town, hopefully safe travels, going to wherever you're going for your Super Bowl parties. Hopefully you're partying safely as well. And like we said earlier, I think it was last week or was it earlier this week, if you're coming to Vegas, mm -hmm. do all your administrative stuff with the apps and all that stuff on Saturday so that you don't have to worry about that on game day. You just have All you have to do is put the bets in, watch the game, drink some cold beverages, drink some, eat some wings, and have fun. That's what we want people to do. Yeah, absolutely. Don't don't wait around for it. I mean, just get everything done. Get all you make your sheet runs if you're coming out here, and mm -hmm. you know, search and kind of you know before you even make a bet, if you haven't checked, you know, and you're and you're betting like on websites or on apps, you just go through them just to like look for stuff, and then you kind of know, okay, this is where stuff is because sometimes with all these props, you don't know what categories that they're under. You don't yeah. know. Is that under kicking props or is that under special teams props or where is it? It can be confusing. Look, it was confusing for me yeah. trying to find some of these things. I mean, I wish that like all the sports books could just get together and be like, we're going to label everything the same. We're going to put everything under mm -hmm. the same thing. So it's easier to kind of search through them, but you kind of have to do a little bit of digging. That's why the, uh, the screen time will be up uh, when you check your Apple phone uh, coming up later this right. week. Say, yeah, you were up 68% from last week. And it's like, you know what? It's Super Bowl week. 
I was going through props. What do you want me to do? Uh, but let's continue to go through this thing and break it down kind of quarter by quarter, at least for the first half year, West, because I think this is where we can get some sort of a kind of in-game strategy heading into the game, and we can knock around some hypotheticals as well. So right now, the quarter betting, for the first quarter, the Eagles are favored by a half point. The total is set at nine and a half. Early jitters, I feel like, always kind of tends to lead us towards unders yeah. in the first quarter. Do you think that that's how this game will play out as well? Yeah, I mean, most years I do play that no score in the first 630, and it's cash for me more often than not. I mm -hmm. haven't decided if I'm going to do that as of yet. But, yeah, you could see the Eagles laying uh, minus a half, but the VIG on the Kansas City, you know, so I think, you know, I, I, I just I go ahead and maybe take the money line uh, uh, yeah. just, in, just in case. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs, look, they have been in these situations before. And, you know, obviously this is going to change by who's going to get the ball first and, you know, who's going to win or mm -hmm. and or defer the, the coin toss. But I would tend to think that the Chiefs, you know, that, that they might start at least a little bit faster. I think if you look in terms of uh, uh, first quarter points per game, by the way, these teams are both very similar Eagles averaging 5.8, the Chiefs averaging 5.4. Now the Eagles in their last three games averaging 10.3 because they gotten out to quick starts, of course, yeah. against the uh, the Giants and uh, was the, it the Giants in the regular season finale? Yeah, the regular yeah, season yeah. Because yeah. remember they got up 16 to nothing in the mm -hmm. first half and then didn't end up covering. And then they got up big against the Giants in the playoffs. They got big up big against the 49ers. So. That's why I think that you've seen that. They had seven in the last game against the, the 49ers. So the recency stats, I think, are at least biased toward Philadelphia. But I would probably lean to uh, Kansas City, actually, in this spot just because they're not going to be – they're going to be at least ready for it. They're going to be ready for the anthem and the flyover and all mm -hmm. the hype and all that stuff. And maybe Philadelphia, you know, does have a little bit of jitters early on. Yeah, I could definitely see some early jitters for the Eagles since, yeah, like Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, those guys have been there. They were on that Super Bowl team mm -hmm. in 2017, so maybe they can be the calming voices. Lane Johnson, another one on that roster. Brandon Graham as well. But the rest of these guys, like Hurts, Miles Sanders, yeah. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, this is new for them, and we just talked about it in the last segment. It's new for Nick Sirianni as well as the head coach you're going to get some of those early jitters just because that's just natural. Mm -hmm. Every great team that's never been in the Super Bowl always says, hey, like it's you You think you know what you're going to expect, sure. but then your body gets there and it's like, oh, my God, like the flyover happens, like there's the flash bulbs or whatever. I guess not as flash bulbs anymore since everyone has uh, camera phones. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like all the, yeah. all the hoopla and all that stuff, it's kind of a little bit of a shock to the system to where that you may start a little bit slow. Now, the thing for the Eagles, though, even if they do start slow, they're also like one of like the historic second quarter teams that yeah, oh we've yeah. seen in, in NFL history. Yeah, I, just, I mean, that was the whole story early on the season. It was second quarter Eagles. Like they were going to score two touchdowns minimum in that second they quarter. They had 14 uh, against the uh, 49ers in the NFC Championship yeah. game. Obviously, you know, that switched on his head with, with Josh Johnson having to come in and Brock Purdy uh, uh, being uh, out for the game, even though he did come back in. But if you look at the second quarter scoring, the Eagles averaging uh, uh, 12.4 per game. It's been a little bit down the uh, last couple games, though, 11.3, but they did have 14 against the uh, uh, 49ers in the championship game. Kansas City is third on that list, by the way, at 10.1, and they've scored more in their last three, averaging 12.3 mm -hmm. per game. So numbers favor, I guess, the Eagles a little bit, but, yeah, you see, you see that total – uh, you know, I, I would expect that maybe that's going to flip a little bit and that's going to be juiced to the over because it feels like the first quarter you could see maybe just one score on the board per teams and then the second mm -hmm. quarter it really opens up. Yeah, First quarter it almost, always feels like 7-3 is like the maximum amount of points that we get and it's usually something like 3 nothing or 7 nothing or 6 nothing or so um, in that quarter so. For the quarter total, would you go under nine and a half, or do you think that you would rather get like that key number of ten mm. for some safety? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if I don't know if you're gonna get ten, uh, yeah. you know, unless certain places let you let you like buy off an off number, and they have obviously yeah. different big per number. So, oof. 
I'm not I'm not I'm not positive for that. By the way, the opponent uh first quarter per game, if you want to look on the defensive side, Kansas City is seventh best, only mm-hmm. allowing three point four. Philadelphia at eighteenth allowing four point four. For the half, the Eagles are the favorite, half point favorite, minus one twenty on the money line for the first half. Chiefs are even money for the first half money line. The total's at twenty four and a half. If we're saying that this might be an early start to the first quarter, mm-hmm. got to think under 24 well, and a half. Is, is yeah, a yeah, and, and, to, and to the point there, too, if you think that the first quarter is going to be low scoring, you can get in on end game. Like, I kind of lean over in mm-hmm. this game, but I haven't really been a rush, even though, you know, some certain people have released that. I haven't really been in a rush to bet that, per se. Yeah. Because I think that this could be a slow start. And then you get, you know, even the little, the minor, most minor of adjustments. When you get, if you were to get it down to like 48 and a half or 49, that's going to matter. And, you know, that's the way I would kind of look at it. Uh, But back to the quarter real quick. uh, Second quarter, Philadelphia allows the second least Mm -hmm. of any team in the league. Only giving up 5.2 Kansas City a little bit down there, kind of toward the back end of the league at 7.4. They are 19th. Eagles minus 120 in the second quarter I think is really interesting. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> That's something that could be because, really interesting. Because by that time, it's like, okay, fellas, settle it. This is a football game. Yeah. If the Chiefs get out to an early lead, let's say that the second quarter doesn't go as, as to plan. Chiefs get out to 14-3 to three, midway mm-hmm. through the second quarter. From an in-game standpoint, where do you go from there? I mean, I would certainly be interested in the Eagles at that standpoint if they did get a little bit behind. You're comfortable with because, Philadelphia because from behind. I think that I don't think that this is going to be a blowout either way. Okay. I think that this is going to be ten points or less on either side. How much does the Hertz shoulder though bother you, and the just the uncertainty of where he at where he's at it from a percentage standpoint? Because we did see him wincing mm-hmm. at the end of that game against the 49ers. I do get a little concerned if the Eagles were to get behind, like let's say it's 14-3 or 17-3, yeah. and then Spags is just throwing blitzes at them. It's like, we haven't seen this Eagles team a lot this year playing from behind, and the times that we did, they were kind of tripping over themselves a little bit. Do you have a little concern there? With, with, with- I, I do, and I, I do have it because I did bet a prop with Hertz uh, that now has gone against me. I went over 10.5 rush attempts. That was mainly because I thought Kansas City – you know, was going to be a little bit permissible with him running the ball. Mm-hmm. And he was just, hey, just take what they give you. Take what they give you. You know, that Steichen, maybe Sirianni are going to tell Hurts that. But how many design runs are they going to do? And that's going to be the the tricky thing. And that's yeah. what does, you know. Because I'm more confident in Mahomes' ankle than I am in Hurts' shoulder. I agree with you. Because, there. I mean, her, the, Philadelphia hasn't had to do much because they ran the ball so well. The offensive line's been so good. And they've been up in both games. Now this is the point where the quarterback's going to have to really produce. If this plays out to where the Eagles get out to the lead, confident that the Chiefs can come back and make it a game? Yes. Yeah, same here. I think with Mahomes, you're always confident that he can make anything a game. Uh, We will discuss this more on the other side, and also we will get into the first TD scores and anytime TD scores. It's Vicent. Live bet tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here hanging out in downtown Las Vegas talking Super Bowl 57. We're going through all the props, all the scenarios, or at least as many as humanly possible to get you guys set for the big game coming up on Sunday between the Chiefs and the Eagles. Danielle Alvari, VSIN betting analyst, will be joining us in 30 minutes to give out her play on the side and also some props that she likes as well. And maybe we'll ask Danielle her thoughts on the halftime show, Rihanna. I'm not sure if she's mm-hmm. a, a Bad Girl Riri fan, but uh, I'm curious <laughs> to get her thoughts on what she thinks might be the first halftime song at the halftime show. So uh, we'll discuss that in about 30 minutes here. But Wes, I wanted to wrap up the conversation that we had about kind of the first half and how this game might play out and some strategies that we can kind of deploy once it happens on Sunday. And we left off the conversation talking about if Kansas City were to get down, let's say the Eagles live up to their second quarter numbers, and all of a sudden they go into that locker room 21 to 10, they have a lead. Right. Does it concern you if the Chiefs were to get down that Eagles pass rush? And we know Andy Reid and his history, he likes to get pass happy and kind of abandon the run. He doesn't really commit to the run game. Right. Are you worried that the that the Chiefs might have t- way too many dropbacks against a front four that has four guys that had double-digit sacks? Well, and one of the things, too, is can the Chiefs receivers get separation and what's the game plan? I mean, yeah. you, you can only go to Travis Kelsey so much, and I think he's going to go to him early and often, by the way. 15 by the way. catches? Yeah, all, all the Kelsey props have been bet over, and there's probably still more room for them to, to move in terms of going upwards. Uh, I certainly wouldn't disagree with it, but, you know, the Chiefs don't have that burner receiver. They don't have like what Philadelphia has with an A.J. Brown or at least a speedster like De- Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. They have, I think, a lot of possession receivers. I mean, maybe Tony's got a little bit of speed, but nobody on the Tyreek Hill level. Yeah. When Tony's like, on the field. No, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so nobody that I think, you know, Smith-Schuster can't do that. Valdez-Scantling can't do that. They're reliable receivers, I think, from catching the ball. But, you know, like when you get down, it's like, Okay, how much can you, you know, are you going to just dink and dump? Is that what is that is that what the Chiefs are going to have to do where you're going to be using McKinnon a lot? I think in the past game you could use Pacheco, you're going to use Kelsey, uh maybe Jody Fortson. Now when Fortson gets it it's usually for a touchdown. By the way, that was uh kind of a dark horse anytime touchdown that I did play for the Chiefs okay. is Jody Fortson at oh. double digits. That's been hit a little bit too. I think you still get about 10 to 1 or 11 to 1, but you know, uh, you know, it depends on what on what that game plan is going to be because I don't know how much Andy Reid is going to stick to the run. Does he believe in Pacheco a little bit more than he does? Certainly Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or McKinnon or some of the running backs they've had in the past. So, yeah, he's going to throw the ball a little bit more. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a mixture of up, up down the field. 
if he can get it down the field. And that's my one concern. I think they can dink and dump all over the place and, you know, work the middle and try to work the sidelines, you know, slowly matriculate the ball down the field like former Chiefs head coach Hank Stram used to say. <laughs> but I worry that, okay, if he's going to drop back in with that pass rush and the receivers just aren't getting any separation. Because there was some concern for that in the fourth quarter, I think. Against Cincinnati, it's like, who the hell is he going to throw to? Yeah. As somebody that was on Chiefs money line in that AFC championship game, it's like, who's he throwing to? It was hanging on by a thread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and they did get fortunate, I think, with some calls. And I think uh, that's part of the reason why the Eagles at least saw money yeah. in the interim right after the game. Better is going to bet what they see last night. Yeah, the Chiefs are freaking lucky to be here. You know, because because those calls that went predominantly against Cincinnati from Ron Torbert's crew in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think just like the only thing that from a Chiefs standpoint that I'm confident in is that I don't think they're going to run the ball a whole lot. Like Andy Reid, he loves the pass. He almost gets bored with the run game. I think that we're going to see that short passing game that you were talking about. That's kind of been used as a run game in disguise. Like almost Mm -hmm. like, all right, let's dump it off here real quick here, and we'll use kind of that as the run game. So maybe that's a... Note there for some props that we'll discuss in the next segment with the passing props. Uh, but let's get down to the touchdown scores here. Before we get to the anytime, we'll start with the first TD scores because these are the big boy payouts on the plus money stuff. But uh, right now, Jalen Hurts plus 650 leading the way for the first TD scores. Miles Sanders, Travis Kelsey, 7-1. to Isaiah Pacheco, 9-1. to A.J. Brown, 10-1. to Dallas Goddard, 11-1. to Devontae Smith, Jarek McKinnon, 12-1. to Anybody that you've kind of nibbled at here for the first TD score? I, I haven't yet, but I, I mean, I'm going to consider some of the chalk probably for first TD score. I know everybody wants to hit that big price, but Jalen Hurts, if you look at it, he scored the first touchdown in six of the 17 regular season games. Keep in mind, he didn't play in a couple of those games either. So, you know, I, 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 it's gotten hit though a little bit. I'm going to try to see it was eight to one. I think on the opener, I'd like to see if I can get in the sevens or somewhere like that. But Jalen hurts would be one. And I know another Mr. Obvious one is Travis Kelsey, but he scored the first TD and eight of the 19 chiefs games this season. That's 42% of the time. So, you know, I think that there's still probably even at $7 is a little bit of value on Travis Kelsey uh, from that standpoint. So, For first touchdown, I don't know how much further I'm going to go, I think, than maybe some of of those, like, that first column, I would say. Yeah. I I like Dallas Goddard. Uh, I played him at 12. No, I didn't see that, and I think he's a good anytime. I actually have a a Goddard prop in terms of over his reception, so I do think that they're going to use him a lot this game. I'm a Goddard fan. We'll talk about that when we do the receiving stuff, but – for the first TD score, I played some 12 to 1 Goddard. He's at 11 to 1 at DraftKings. I still like it at that number. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight ends, we talk about them all the time for anytime TD scores. And, and they usually are a lot you know, longer <laughs> odds than they certainly yeah. are here, but these are two of the best in the league. These are two really good tight ends, so you see why they're a little bit shorter um, in this game. The anytime touchdown scores, that's where I kind of went a little bit more chalky. Uh, how did you attack this one? Uh, I have a couple long ones for any time. I okay. do have a, a Zach Pascal oh. at 11 to one. And, and, and you can also get that Jody Fortson I mentioned yep. as well. So I had a couple longer ones. Uh, uh, Pascal was a Syriani guy back in Indianapolis. He doesn't have like big stats, but you mm-hmm. can see a couple of the Eagles receivers, especially Quez Watkins. Quez Watkins. I've been going under receptions, both the playoff games and they both got there with ease. So I think it's going to probably happen again. So I think those yeah. are a couple you could look at. Uh, Fortson, I believe 29% of his career receptions have gone for touchdowns. That's crazy. So so that's a 38% of his targets have come in the red zone when the Chiefs do a little bit of a double tight formation mm-hmm. down there, in, especially inside the 10. Eight routes a game he's averaging. You know, he's basically a third string tight end. That's not bad value. But uh, Zach Paschal, what I was talking about too, 10 routes a game in the postseason. So he's been doing a lot more than he was doing in in the regular season. So Pascal is a guy long long value. If you want to go short, I mean you got to go right up to the top mm-hmm. to the favorite. Travis Kelsey scored in five straight postseason games. It's a hell so of a resume, man. eleven of his last fourteen, Travis Kelsey seventy eight point five percent of the time. So that would give you, I think, implied odds of minus three seventy three. Now, you know, that's been the story. His brother's on the other side in the Super Bowl. 
they're going to want to give him every opportunity. So I hate laying chalk on stuff like this, but can't blame I can't argue it. <clears throat> I can't, cannot blame I can't argue it. it. Yeah, uh, it's Kelsey. And he and Mahomes just have this rapport in the red zone as well where they're kind of improvising. Like, mm-hmm. He plays the fourth down play uh, in the AFC title game where they run that sprint right. It's clearly not there. The Bengals have it defended. And then Kelsey just kind of loops around. Mahomes buys a little bit of time, then hits him in the end zone. Like, that's the kind of chemistry that they have, and that's yeah. why he scored so often in these playoff games. For me, I went on the Eagles side. I went Miles Sanders. Uh, I got it at plus 120. Minus 105, uh, and, I don't really like the lane. And, and he usually there, gets the workload in the early part of the game. He, he most definitely. So it's maybe a little first TD score on, on Miles Sanders. I didn't put that. I went with Goddard for my first TD score, but 7-1. to one, for Sanders does make a lot of sense, but I just think I kind of think that this is going to be a sneaky big Sanders game. I know a lot of people are kind of bullish on Kenneth Gainwell because of what we saw in the playoff games against mm-hmm. the Giants and against the Niners. But Miles Sanders also wasn't all the way healthy. Now that there's a couple weeks off leading up to this game, I think they're going to lean on the guy that was the RB one for much of this season here. I think Sanders is being slept on in that Eagles backfield. No, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you because. I played the Gainwell props, and we'll get to that later. I played the receiving mm-hmm. props over because I, like I don't that. know how much of a rushing he's going to get in this yeah. game. He's kind of the receiver guy for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had some nice runs, 100% against the Giants and the Niners, but the Giants when that felt like almost they were trying to give Miles Sanders a little bit of a break, yeah. and then they were just running the ball out against the Giants, and then he did pop off some good ones against the 49ers two weeks ago in the NFC title game. That does it for our number one here on the show. To start our number two, We're looking at the QBs, Mahomes, Hurts, passing props here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.